and welcome back to Gay by Gay, guys. How are you today? Don't you mean, hey, welcome back to Gay by Gay, gays. Gay. Uh, well, they, they don't have <laughs> to be gay. We're accepting of every sexual orientation here. Right, Abby? Are you being orientationist? It's not that we really agree with it, but... I hate your guts, but you're not wrong. Don't hate your, my guts. Your guts make Because they're inside me. <laughs> you can't see them. So I have to see to hate? That's Anyways. not how this works. I hate a good many things that I've never seen in this lifetime. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a, a, have you seen a badonk donk? No, but I hate them. Okay, that makes I sense. I mean, you've seen titties, though. No, I can't well, hate my own she's titties. She's seen more than titties. Why do you hate your own titties? She's seen more than you. <laughs> I hate you. I hate you. Okay, okay. so anyways, <laughs> boys. Like okay. we, we just completely right yeah. at the right at the top of the episode, we're just like off, like down yeah. over yonder way, talking about boys, 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 men. Yeah. I don't boys. really want boys. I don't really want boys. boys. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, that's not completely true for me because I am the bi. Hi, how's it going? I'm the one in the middle. I'm like you're half gay. I'm like the peanut butter in the sandwich. Two and a half homosexuals. Two and a half. I I am the half. I am the half a homo. Well, I mean that half, half a homo. homo. <laughs> half a homo. <laughs> 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 two, two lesbians and half a homo walk into a bar. Is it heaped or is it? Oh. I am a heaped homo. <laughs> heaped homo. <laughs> heaped half homo. Yeah, heaped half homo. Bisexualism. Men and women, titties, I don't vaginas, I, penis. I don't think that's. I don't think that's a word. <laughs> I think it's bisexuality. <laughs> what do you know? Less nothing. So, um, boys, boys. How how today we're going to be talking about Abby's boy. <laughs> Talk. Tell us about our our deadbeat father. Uh, oh, where do where do I start? Oh, my. You've married, you've married him, like, okay. twice. What's wrong with you? So, uh, let me back up here a little bit and explain this from the bottom to the top. So, um, T and I. And I don't, I mean, T is in, like, the capital letter, not T is in the drink. Yeah. Um, T and I used to go to the same elementary school. We were best friends in elementary, and, yes, we did marry each other twice mm. on the playground. Mm-hmm. He also bit me twice and was uh, suspended once because he drew blood. <laughs> this is our relationship in a nutshell. Um, so we ended up going to the same middle school, but we kind of started drifting apart, you know, as you do. I was going through a lot of hard stuff at the time with my dad being sick, and I just didn't have the time, you know? Yeah. Um, high school comes around. We go to different high schools. We very much drift apart. We don't even talk to each other, nothing. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, one day, out of the blue, he shows up, Ugh. and... Weirdly enough, it, it, to some extent, almost felt like he had never left. And, you know, we kind of picked up our friendship where it had kind of left off. And I think both of us were fairly happy at that point. You know, we used to go driving together. And one of my favorite things to do, and this is going to sound weird. Maybe maybe some of you can relate, maybe not. Um, we used to go for drives. And we would literally go through, like, the ritziest neighborhoods yeah. in the city and just look at houses and say which ones we liked, which yeah. ones we didn't like, and how, you know, where we would want to live and everything like that. Um, so, unfortunately, I don't really know what happened. Um, he ended up taking a job down in the U.S. for yeah. a little while. Uh, he works in the restaurant industry. Um, so he kind of went away for a little while. And then when he came back... He was just completely different. I don't know what happened. 
before he left, we were very close to the point that he had started coming around the studio a lot mm. more. And he had, you know, everyone knows at this point, I'm pretty sure, that I refer to all of my dance students as my kids. Yeah. And um, there would be many a time where he would look at me and go, no, no, Abby, our kids. Oh. Yeah. So he very much inserted himself. And I remember I gave him a very explicit warning, and I said, a lot of these girls have had bad father figures. Mm -hmm. Do not take on the role of a parent figure if you're not planning to stick it out for the long haul. Mm -hmm. And yeah. he looked at me dead ass serious and he said, I would never do that to you or the girls. Yeah. I regret trusting him. It's hard because you're, you don't trust anyone. I do not trust anyone. Yeah. You, d you, you build it. Like, yes, very much so. Builds. And it's just, it's hard to know that. Remember, someone... I, I'm an, my father is an ogre. I'm a swamp mermaid. I have layers, yeah, like yeah. an onion. <laughs> I have layers. Cut through it like a cake. The top layer, it looks like I trust you, but I don't. The second layer, it looks like I don't trust you because I don't. And the third <laughs> layer, I finally do start to trust you. Just... If you ever enter the third layer. Congrats. If you ever end up going backwards, there is no this chance of no, you ever yeah. getting back to yeah. the bottom layer again. There is no chance. If you break my trust, you fucked up. It's yeah. just hard because you guys were friends for so long. We were. And then he told you he was going to be there. He told you all this stuff. You're like, nope, nope. Then you started to believe him and said, okay, I, I, maybe. I did. Um, and then he went and Very ditched. unfortunately. Um, as I say, he, he was very different when he came back from the States. I don't know what happened. I tried to get him to open up to me and... Um, you know, he's a bit more of a private person. And, you know, that's something I could respect, but I don't know. After that, he just changed. And, you know, for a little while, I had kind of started pulling back because I thought to myself, I was like, whatever's going on, this is going to lead to me getting hurt and to the girls yeah. getting hurt. But then he, originally, he was going to take another position down the States. And one day he had called me and said, I'm not going. And I had asked him, oh, are you sure? I know this is something that you really wanted. And he stated to me, point blank, period, I don't want to leave you and the girls again. I don't think it was because of us. I don't um, know. At this point, I don't believe that anymore. At the time, with that phrasing, I don't know if I misunderstood it or if he phrased it a certain way to... He knew at that point that I was kind of frustrated with him because he had kind of ditched out. And I had even kind of warned him. I was like, look, you're different since you got back. Like, you're never around anymore. Like, you got to be there. But like, even then, I feel like it was really, like... Oh, what's the wordy? What's the wordy? <laughs> it was very obvious that it was because of us. Because I remember when he told me. Maybe he had different things in his head, but what he told me, he said, so I got my, like, what I'm deciding to do about yeah. going to, you know. And I was just like, he oh, was, shit, he's going to go. Yeah. And I was so I was so heartbroken. I was, like, waiting for him to say. He's like, I'm not going. And I'm like, yeah. what? And he's like, I just, I think it wouldn't be good with, like, COVID and with, I don't think it's the best suit for me, and I do not want to leave you and Aaliyah and Abby. And I'm like, oh, really? I very I was, much kind of took that yeah. as a bit of a promise. And once again, I'm not going to lie, like, we were not dating. No, no. I, I have to stress that. At no point did we ever commit to each other. At no point were we dating. But I hate to say it, um, to some extent, I almost felt like that's kind of where it was going as much as we didn't put a label on it. I felt like we were already most of the way there, just with how close our relationship yeah. and everything was. And again, I don't know if maybe I was reading more into it than I should have. I can't blame him for that. However... But I feel like if you were to ask anyone else, they'd say, oh yeah, he would. It, he was... Yeah, it definitely looked like it from the outside. But it, it should have clued into me a lot earlier. You know, back when we had first reconnected, we would go for drives together and everything else, and we would talk for hours and hours and hours. And just slowly over time, just things kind of changed, and... 
you know, looking back, I remember looking at you guys and I remember saying, we have not done that in almost a year. Yeah. It was almost like he had every intention of inserting himself into my life in the beginning. And then as soon as I let him in, he bounced. Yeah, yep. he just kind of ghosted. He just he, dipped out. He did. He did. He put in a ton of effort in the beginning. And then as soon as he kind of got to where he wanted to be, I became an old toy. And I was thrown away for newer and more interesting things, unfortunately. Breaks. And well, that that's just, just the truth of the situation. Even with us, um, I knew he was really, really close with Charlie, but I was never really that close with him. No, no, like you, you were close, you weren't. but not that close. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, he was existing. I think to I remember admitting to Abby and Tracy. I think you were in there too, but mm. you were like wearing headphones, and that's when you were like working on like all your like your Latin and lat, I yeah. can't talk Latin stuff. Really? Yeah, oh. like Regina. Yeah, yeah, all that stuff. And I remember admitting to Tracy and Abby, telling them that I thought of Travis as a father figure. Like I never. My my dad kind of left. Name. Shut you are the worst today. I swear yeah. to fucking God. I love that roar though. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Nine minutes. Remember that, please. Uh, I remember admitting to Abby and Tracy about deadbeat dad. That <laughs> deadbeat dad. <laughs> yeah. T deadbeat yeah. dad. That I th- I thought of him of like uh, as a father figure because my dad was not the best to me yeah so and I and he stepped up and took that role and yeah. ultimately that is the reason why I have given her her <laughs> I've given him the moniker of deadbeat dad if you check my phone that's actually what yep. he is labeled yep. under as <laughs> in my phone he is deadbeat dad and I think the thing that makes me the most angry about this is the fact that I did not give him that title he gave it to himself mm-hmm. whenever I said my kids he would go no no our kids mm-hmm. and I said I'm the dad like and yeah I was like you know, these are my kids, I'm like their mom. And he said, well, then I'm like their dad. And I warned him not to take on that role if he wasn't serious about it. And he looked me dead in the eyes and said he was serious about it. So the only thing I can think at this point is that he is a deadbeat dad. He's never around, never pays attention. Whenever, you know, any of the girls try to message him, he just ghosts, doesn't answer, doesn't anything. Mm -hmm. And it makes me angry. And as I said, I think if you are going through something, then that is fine. I will be understanding but I've tried to reach out multiple times to deadbeat dad and, you know, unfortunately every single conversation, he turns it around so that the conversation is all about him. Yep. Um, or I know the very last conversation we had, I've actually got it with me <laughs> right here because yes, I know I'm petty. Mm. So number one, I should explain last year he missed my birthday. Oh yeah. He said that it was because he had sent me a message and it didn't go through. <laughs> I believed him. He missed my birthday again this year. Um, this really stupid thing is his cousin remembered my birthday. I was not friends. His cousin is a couple years yeah, older than yeah. me. Um, we were not friends or anything in high school. He remembered my birthday and texted me on my birthday. T didn't. Mm. I, I have no words. Like, how on earth? And so he texts me the day after and he says, you know, I know I'm a day late. I do apologize. Happy birthday. Hope you had a wonderful, that's it. Hope you had a wonderful and enjoyed how beautiful (laughs) it was yesterday. You truly are amazing. And I said, thanks. I figured you had either forgotten or gotten too busy. And he never responded. Mm -hmm. So. It's always you initiating the first text. It always is. And so almost a month later, I texted him and I said, hey, are you still super busy? And he texts me, hello, lovely. Yeah. So pet names. Goes, work is slowing down a bit, yes. COVID's still finding ways to F me. And I said, oh? And he has not responded since. That was back at the beginning of October. For context, it is now November. It is now November. It has been almost exactly a month, actually. Well, it is. Day. Well, it's the third. So. It's the third. It's two days off a month. Yeah. 
Happy election day. Election day. <laughs> well, 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 oh, election day. Yeah. Happy election day, guys. I love you. At least that's when we're recording this. This In will go States. up quite a while later, yeah. but yeah. Good luck, everybody. Yeah. The pur- yeah. Let the purge begin. Um, but no, you know, as I said, every conversation he turns around and makes it about him or, you know, like what I don't understand is me messaging him to check up on him. He's using pet names and everything. He turns the conversation around, makes it about him. Mm-hmm. And then ghosts me again. He doesn't ask you how you're doing. No, right? not, he doesn't not even on once. Not anybody. even once. Nope. And, you know, all I can say at this point is deadbeat. Yeah. If you're going through something, be honest. You don't even need to tell me what it is. You can sit there and say, hey, I'm going through something. I need some time to myself. And I will be understanding. I will wait. I will sit here and wait for you to be ready. Yeah. But to just... To shut you out. And to shut me out and ghost me completely? Leave. Yeah. I, I have no words. Yeah. I think it's really unfair to you because... I know you blame yourself for... I do. I absolutely blame myself because I brought him into both of your lives. And I feel like he he helped for a little while. And then he went right back on his word. And he damaged you guys but again. And I'm so angry because I brought him into your lives. But it's not your fault. But it's not your fault that he's a douche. But yeah. I brought him in. I know. But... I blame myself. If it weren't for me, he never would have been able to hurt you. And I do blame myself for that. And it makes me so angry. Then we wouldn't have learned... It just, yeah. oh, the anger I feel. And unfortunately, um, this is kind of my experience with most men. You know, this is not a one-off. I have been approached by many different guys. And each and every time, they will kind of insert themselves into my life without my permission. Yep. And I'm over it. I'm yeah. so angry because even going all the way back, I have had at least three stalkers. I have had one guy kiss me without permission. Yeah. Okay, well, to explain yeah. that story, I have had... Three guys kissed me without permission. Is it any wonder I think kissing is disgusting? <laughs> the first guy tried to date rape me with yep. a very mysterious bottle of wine. We will get into that. That he made in his basement. That he made in his basement. Yeah. I will explain that story at some point. But he kissed me without my permission. It was disgusting. The second time, I went to a mutual friend's birthday party, and some guy got a little, you know. Entitled? <laughs> entitled and grabbed me and kissed me. Unprovoked, unwanted. Oh, yeah. And then, um, men thinking they're allowed. One of the one of this other guy that was there had had a crush on me for years and years and years. I have told him point blank, period, so many times. The grease ball. I don't want any relation with you. Like I don't like you like that. Nothing. I guess he had approached the guy that kissed me and said, "Oh, hey, dude. Like I have a crush on this girl." And so uh, the guy that kissed me, his advice was, "Oh, well, you should go and kiss her then because (laughs) I feel bad." This is like five-year-old mentality. the grease ball came up and kissed me because his friend told him that it was okay. I didn't say that it was okay. His friend said, oh, I'm sorry I kissed the girl you like. You should go and kiss her instead. At no point was my permission ever asked for or gained. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, I have had several people over the years, I can think of at least four. Um, Two of them had girlfriends at the time. Another one did not but has a kid and then deadbeat dad. All of them inserted themselves into my life in one way or another by either teasingly calling themselves my boyfriend or T inserting himself and saying, no, no, these are our kids, I'm the dad, you're the mom, yada, yada, yada. Like literally giving themselves titles in my life without my permission and unfortunately that's just been my experience with men. When they want something, they insert themselves into my life without permission as if I am property to be attained or land to be claimed. (laughs) And it makes me angry it's like landing on mars with you can you write us slam poetry one day oh my god weird question have you and t ever kissed no 
Okay, good. Thank we, God. We, we never did kiss. As I said, like, we were not together. As much as people would tease us all the yeah. time, we were not together. Like, I remember And as first, I said, maybe it's my fault for catching the feels. And, you know, if that's the case, was, then I need to take that on for me, you know? It was hard not to. What he, what he was doing. It, it looked a very certain way, and it felt a very certain way. As I said, you know, it, it's just, it's unfortunate the way things have worked out. And I would yeah. be lying if I said that I wasn't hurt. I am deeply hurt, and I'm deeply offended by him shoving his way into my life, into my home, my studio that I built with my kids, giving himself basically the title of king, mm. and then dicking off again. Yep. Oh, oh, oh. And uh, when we got a whole bunch of new girls oh, oh yes year. so um between years um <laughs> we had obviously gotten a bunch we got a new intake of students and deadbeat dad at one point said yeah i'm not planning on interacting with the new ones i'll only interact with the old ones mm-hmm. and i said that's not how being a parent works and basically saying i only like the yeah he was ones. like oh i'm not gonna interact with the new ones and i said that's not how being a parent works like oh. These are my new kids. You just don't shun out, shun out your newborn. Yeah. And, and that's exactly what it was. It was very selfish and very entitled. Just that sort of, well, that's not what I want. Mm-hmm. Just, as I said, it, it has not been a good situation. And as I said, it's very hard for me because now there are layers. Mm-hmm. There are layers to this upset. I am upset because I thought that there was something between us that maybe there there wasn't. Maybe I misread the situation. And if that's the case, then I need to take that on for myself. I don't think that that's And the I am case. full ready and willing to take responsibility I know you are, but I don't think it is, honestly. I am upset because I let him in and he hurt many of you. It's not just you two, it's some of the other girls as well who started getting close to him and he just bounced. He hurt them and I blame myself for bringing him into their lives. That hurts me very deeply and then it hurts me on top of that thinking that I trusted him because I don't trust easily. I should have read the warning signs where we used to hang out all the time. We used to go for drives and everything else. And that just slowly stopped happening. And I should have clued into the fact that I was about to get dropped like a hot potato. There were signs and I should have read them, but I don't think I wanted to read them. It was hard because you, he inserted himself and then he made you like trust him kind of, and then, then you trusted him. And then you were like, okay, well maybe he's just kind of off. Mm -hmm. And then you, Mm -hmm. he just, you trusted him and then he just kind of, took advantage of that in a way I hate to say it but yeah I feel like I was very much taken advantage of and you know we've speculated before if he will be back when we start competing again because I think he likes the thrill of being useful and being a part of the quote-unquote winning team and going oh I help support them and blah 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 I think he's after it for his own gain and I hate to say it there's another guy around in this area who has a girlfriend unfortunately I I don't I'm not a homewrecker no I can't help the fact that all of these guys try to use me to escape their girlfriends. This is not my fault. But I know, I've known for quite a while that this guy has had a bit of a crush on me. And I was even talking to him because T is a mutual friend of his. And he basically told me point blank period. He was like, Abby, I wouldn't trust that because, you know, he's at the restaurant all the time. And I know for a fact that he's been flirting with a lot of the other waitresses and stuff while he's at work. And, you know, he'd even said while we were bartending events, like, you know, every single time he would be flirting with new girls. And, you know, part of me says, okay, that's fine. I mean, when you're working as a yeah. bartender, half that's of it is what, yeah. flirting with drunk people to try and get, like, make them Tips. give you money. Yeah. Yeah. That, like, I can say that I was a waitress and a bartender. Yeah. Like, that's just how it goes. But I can't help but feel to some extent now that the going has gotten tough, where is he? Yeah. yeah. He's not here. He gave himself the title of Dance Dad, 
and he's not here. Mm -hmm. I am writing this out completely by myself with no support from him. And on top of that, again, just listening to other mutual friends. And even, again, his cousin contacting me and saying, yeah, like what's going on is not good. He's kind of just off dicking around. Mm -hmm. I very much feel like I got played. Yeah. And it hurts because I don't trust easily. And I am so angry and upset on so many different levels that I let myself get played because I am such a cautious person. Yeah. Yeah. It just... It's like... It, it's awful to feel like you were just a play thing to be entertaining for a little while. And when they decide that they're done with you, they're done with you. Yeah. That hurts. It's hard because it makes me really mad that he did that to you. And you too, but I know you don't really feel it as much I, as... I'm not hurt as much as you guys are because I'm even less trusting of men sometimes yeah. than both of you. Yeah. <laughs> it's just hard because I don't let many people close. So when someone close to me lets me down, I really I, I don't know how to handle it. Yeah. I don't know how to take it because it's like I don't even you don't even know them anymore. You don't know anyone yeah. you trust. Yeah. And it, it really does suck and you know it hurts me very deeply. And as I said, I just feel like my entire experience with men again has not been me inviting them into my life. It's, it's been them, them self-inserting yeah. and me going, what the hell are you doing? Get out of yeah. here. And then being like, well, I want to be in your life yeah. and I want this role and I want... It's like I had another friend, we'll call him Jay. This was back in high school where he asked me out at one point and I said, no, I'd rather just stay friends. He completely cut me off after that because yeah. in his mind, if he couldn't be in a relationship with me, he didn't even want the friendship we had built. If yeah. he didn't get what he wanted, I wasn't worth it. Yeah. And that makes me so angry that if you don't get what you want, just everything else can just get thrown away. Mm -hmm. Just because apparently my thoughts and feelings don't matter. Yeah. That just makes me so angry. And I know that not all men are like this, but I can't help but sit here and think that that's eight to ten different Why men in so my repetitive? life. Yeah. Yeah. Why is it so repetitive? Do you think that that's partially the reason that you're, like, asexual, like, bi, and you don't really need want a relationship? It could be because, at the very least, I have never trusted anyone enough to get close enough to see if I even am demisexual. Yeah. yeah. It could be that I need a strong emotional connection. It's just really unfortunate that all of these men keep pushing themselves into my life when they're unwanted. The few times that I have had physical contact have been unwanted yep. and unwarranted and uninvited, and I am repulsed. Like, even now, I, I know yeah. I've mentioned to you guys before that when I think about kissing, I physically cringe yeah. Yeah. because it's been forced on me and yeah. been so unwanted. Like, it is just something that has stuck with me, and now just the thought of it alone is revolting. Um, do you think that it's in direct relation to those experiences, or do you think that you've always been kind of repulsed by... Um the trouble, is, colliding. the trouble is that I really don't know. I was not a very popular kid in middle school or high school. I'll be really honest. I was a major ugly duckling in middle school and high school. I did not really reach... I, I don't even know what to call it. I uh, m Maturity? No. Sure. no. <laughs> I think you found your beauty. Weirdly, you I, grew, I, grew, I grew into my own, yeah. but that did not happen until after high school. And all the way through high school and middle school, I was very much bullied by boys. Mm -hmm. And so I think that that put my self-confidence at an all-time low. And then all of a sudden, when I got out of high school... They probably liked your big, juicy booties. What booty? <laughs> the hidden one. The, the hidden one. But once I got out of high school, all of a sudden, a bunch of people... From my high school, people who used to bully me and everything else all of a sudden oh, started yeah. saying, oh, you're so pretty, you're so this, you're so that. And I felt very objectified because I yeah. was like, I mentally have not changed. I mean, I've grown, but I haven't yeah. changed. Yeah. Yeah. 
what makes me worthy of your attention now? Now. Yeah. Now, and on top of that, it's them forcing themselves into my life going, I want to be here. I want to be in your life. And I'm like, excuse me. Uh, this is my life, and I will let people in when I decide yeah. to. Who do you think you are to just invite yourself yeah. in? It's hard when the closest thing you've had to, like, an emotional re- relationship was with deadbeat dad. And, and he just, just so, he away. just so thoroughly let me down yep. that it, it has actually made me question whether or not I want to bother even trying to get close to another person. Because at this point, I think you two know that I've become quite bitter at this point. Yep. Yeah. Where I've said before, I don't necessarily believe even in sexual like I think sexual attraction happens for some people I don't think it happens for me and at this point I don't think romance is meant to happen for me either I just think I think it's meant to happen for everyone the thing I will say over and over again is that at this point you know I would rather marry a doctor because then at least I'll have access to his bank account (laughs) and he'll be so busy at the hospital all day that I won't need to see him yeah at this point, I think I'm just so bitter that I don't even know that I want love at this point because I don't believe that it exists, at least not for me. I, I think your person is a specific person. It's I think they don't exist. I so, no, I don't I think, think that. I think they don't exist. I don't think that. And the trouble for me is that I used to be a very romantic person. I yeah. used to believe in soulmates and all the rest, and I think I've just been so crushed over the years, whether it was yeah, people in middle school and I, in high school teasing me for being fat and ugly or people only realizing that I had value when I somehow became pretty, pretty after yeah. high school to them just pushing their way in and forcing themselves on me and in my life mm-hmm. without any regard for who I am as a person, you know, just saying, well, I want to be here. Well, bitch, I don't want you here. Yeah. And so I think I'm just so bitter at this point that I just want nothing to do with anybody. Yep. So now I hate all people. I mean, all I people. understand that. I just think everyone has a person. Yeah. I think mine is made out of pure fantasy. No. I think. Yes. I don't even think you fantasize about your person. What I do not. I, I am too busy. I am too they busy thinking about my fantasizing kids. Fantasizing about dances. And dance. Yeah. yeah. That's it. There that's is, all. That's it. There's someone out there for everyone. Even well, to you guys. But for Abby, we have to, like, dig in deep somewhere. Abby, we need to, um. I want, I, all I want is someone who will you're respect. You're like a metal detector. All I want is someone who will love me and actually respect me. See yeah. me for my mind and not my beauty. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Because ultimately, I don't have very high self-esteem, and oh. I know that one day beauty fades. Yeah. So I don't want that to be the foundation that my relationship is built yeah. on. But ultimately, I do not think at this point that I will ever find that person, because no person in this world, or at least no man that has ever approached me in a romantic sort of way, has ever treated me that way. Yeah. I'm just gonna and say so I just now, don't believe it exists. You'll never, you won't find it in Winnipeg. No. Absolutely not. not here. Gotham City... No, this is why I want to get out of here. Because if I ever find somebody, it ain't going to be here. Let me tell you. No, no, no. We're getting out of here real soon. One day. All right. So uh, that is my very sad and pessimistic story about my experiences with men. They have not been good. Um, Has that made me bisexual? No. I, I, I think ultimately... Women haven't approached me. I don't know if... Everyone tells me I look straight. I think that might be yeah, why... I kind of do. <laughs> women don't approach me. I look very straight. And I think ultimately, at this point, I'm just so disgusted by men that just I don't want to bother. Yeah. That's yeah. it. That's it. So so uh, that is all for this episode. And uh, we will see you... In, well, we, we're not going to see you, but... You'll hear we'll us. Hear you'll hear us. I feel one. you. I feel you guys. You guys oh, know that. God. You know that. <laughs> not this again. Oh. oh Take it gay by gay, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.